Thank you for joining Spazzin' Out. I am Anthony Paziali or Spaz. That's what everybody calls me, Spaz. Everybody knows why. But for those of you, if you're new to the program, I have to always inform people right off the top. If you're new to this program, the reason I'm called Spaz is because I'm passionate about stuff. And I yell and I scream when I get passionate. Unless I'm losing my voice, which happens by the end of the week. Right now, I got it. By Thursday's podcast, it'll be gone. So, Spaz is what they call me because I get all fired up. Now, I'll also ask you at this point, and all my listeners know, what I'm about to ask is that if you could please just make it to the first commercial. I My glasses are all foggy. I have one commercial that I play. It's about 15, 20 minutes in, and I get paid one cent. It's a 40-second commercial. So, if you don't like my podcast, turn this shit down and make it so that I can get paid the one cent. We're almost up to $26. I mean, we're killing it on this podcast because most of you people subscribe. Please subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or you go to anthonypaziali.com and get all the links to my podcast. We're begging you. Just make it past the commercial and I get paid one cent. $26. $26. bucks. That's what we're up to, guys. We're killing it. That's it. Just like Ryan just said on my feed, we're keeping America going. One cent in my pocket means I'm going to spend a cent at the Home Depot. Also, every time I do my podcast, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I do Facebook Live. So if you want to see the podcast live, you can see it recorded at night. It posts the next day, 530 in the morning. So a couple of things that I want to get to and that I'd like to talk about tonight. First thing is I, I on this podcast... We're going to talk about things that concern me because it's my podcast and it's my life. And I think that what happens in my life relates to you guys. So I went to Home Depot today and I waited in line at Home Depot for literally almost two hours. It was a two hour wait and there wasn't that many people in front of me. There might have been 50 people standing in front of me. And you know, the problem is this should be a DB alert. For those of you that don't know what a DB alert, it's a douchebag alert for douchebags that do stupid shit that I don't like. I don't care if it doesn't bother anybody else. It bothers me. So DB alert at the Home Depot today. You know there are people inside the Home Depot that are just farting around. They have a fucking number count. It's like going into a bar. They can only have about 100 people in the bar. And they can only have about 100 people in in Home Depot. And we're all standing outside while you guys are farting around Home Depot because you don't know what you want. You're looking at the flowers. Oh, I don't know if I want this. You're looking at the gloves. You're asking the Home Depot guy, like, oh, what screws should I use for this? Bro, figure that shit out before you get to Home Depot. Go on homedepot.com. Figure out what you need. Find out what IELTS is in. Get your ass in there. Buy it and get the fuck out. People are stuck in the parking lot waiting for you. Why are you having a phone conversation? I When I finally got into the depot, I'm watching people. I people watch all day long. And I'm watching you guys walking aisle to aisle, farting around, texting people, shoot. I shot some videos. <laughs> uh, shooting videos, texting your mom, calling people, standing there thinking about whether I want this or I want that. Get in, get what you need, and get out. There are people waiting outside that know what they want. Know what aisle it's in. They want to get it. And they want to leave. Simple. Very fucking simple. If you're going to go to Home Depot. You you, you know what? At Home Depot they have a guy. 
counting, right? He's got the little clicker outside. Home Depot, if you're listening, I, I beg of you that you enact this new policy from the get-go, from the beginning. When someone is waiting, so I, I had been waiting, right? I got up, I got up. You're like, whoa, hold on. You can't come in. And I said, all right, no problem, bro. I'm going to wait. I don't wait for some douchebag to leave that's texting somebody. You should ask everybody what they're here for. So you get up, you get quizzed. You say, excuse me, sir. Why did you come to Home Depot today? Well, I, I came for some screws. Well, what kind of screws do you want? I, I'm trying to fasten something. This is why I went. I, I didn't go to buy screws. My my wife, Kaylee, she wanted to get two hanging plants and she wanted to get, uh, you know, something to hang, the plant to hang on. So two metal things and two plants. Bro, if that guy asked me, I would say, hey, bro, I know what I want. I'm going to the gardening section. I'm going to get two fucking plants that hang and then I'm going to get two hangers and I'm out of your face. I know where they are. I know how to get them. Bingo, bango. I was in and out of that place in like five minutes. Five. Because I knew it's just like waiting to take a piss or a shit, right? If you got mad people waiting for you, you get in there. So it's like if you're at a concert and you're taking a piss, everybody's been drinking. Bro, you get in the pool of the party, you, you're like, you're pushing, pushing the piss out. Because you know the next guy's got to get in there. Same thing when you go to Home Depot on a Sunday and it's fucking nice out and you got 50 people waiting outside. Get in there, get what you want, and get out. There should be a time limit. There should oh. Oh, exactly what they should do. So just like at restaurants where they give you a buzzer, that shit buzzes when your food's ready. At Home Depot, they should hand out a buzzer. And if you've been in the depot longer than 20 minutes, your shit goes off and you get kicked out. I don't care where you're standing. I don't care if your cart's full. I don't care if you're almost done. Sir, you've been here 20 minutes. Get the fuck out. Bye. See you later. You should have known what you were going to get. Out. Gone. Bingo. Now the next thing. That pisses me off at the Home Depot and mutants, because you're fucking mutants that go to the depot, is that you think you can cut in line. So now the depot has it, has it set up six feet, and there's a long ass line of people waiting, and they only got like one register open, everything else is the self-checkout, which I'm fine with. And then you got this guy walks by with his wife. Oh, is this the uh uh you know self-checkout line? He walks, walks, gets up to me. Is this the self-checkout line? I go, no. Nope, this is the line. The only line. Well, yeah, we don't want to do self-checkout. I said, yep, sir. This is the only line. See, whatever opens up first, we go to. If the if the fucking lady that's doing the boop, 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 boop. If she's open, if the boop lady's open, I'm going to her. If the boop lady's not open, I'm going to self-checkout and I'm going to fucking boop, boop. Boop, myself. So kindly see your fucking ass to the end of the line. So I tell the guy, I straight up, I said, no, sir, this is the whatever, whoever's next line. So if this lady's open, I go to her. If, this, if not, I go here. He says, no, 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 he says, whatever. The guy goes up. No shit of a lie. Dude goes up, gets in, gets, cuts fucking everybody, gets into the boop line where the lady's booping shit, and I'm next. And the boot line opens up. Lady goes next. Guy starts going. Guy starts motioning to go next. I said, I, I fucking was like, right in front of him. And he's like, oh, I was next. I go, bud. I literally, I just looked at him. And I go, sir, I just told you. I just told you that this is the fucking. Every I didn't swear at him. But I go, sir, 
I've been waiting here for about 25 minutes. You just walked by all of us and cut us. You need to go to the end of the line. I'm getting here. Now the lady comes over and says, you know, are we going to have... She's like, oh, it's all right, guys. You can go. I said, no, it's really not all right. I've been waiting for 25 minutes, and I don't want to wait a second more. I would like to check out. He cut everybody. And I pointed down the line, down the whole fucking line. I said, all these people... And in my head, I'm like, all these people don't have the fucking nuts to say anything about it. But I don't put up for that shit. I'm not in for that. My time is valuable. Very valuable. <laughs> you can tell I've been having a few. My time is so important to me. It is the most important thing I have is time. And no fucking way am I going to let some guy and his wife. And I don't give a shit because they were old. They were in like their 60s. I don't give a fuck how old you are. You ain't cutting me, and you're not cutting everybody else down this line, bro. Now, if you want to get behind me, I don't give a shit. Because if the people behind me don't have the boss to tell you to take a hike, fine. I'm not putting up with that. So, that's what's affecting me today. That's my beef today. My beef, and, 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 I found a mask on the ground while I was waiting in the parking lot. I cannot tell you how much it upsets me. And this is a call on you people. I can't tell you how much it upsets me that we are throwing masks and gloves on the ground in parking lots. I don't understand it. The laziness of people, the absolute laziness of you people to take a mask off and drop it in the ground or your gloves off and drop it in the ground and think that it's okay for the Home Depot guy to get his ass out there and pick up your mask that you've been coughing in, sneezing in, boogies, spit, your bad breath, coronavirus, whatever else you have, and then you just drop it and discard it on the ground. Bro, did you guys ever see um, American History X? For those of you that's seen it, right? This, this shit will make you cringe. He, he takes the guy's teeth, right? He puts it on the curb and he smashes his head. That's what needs to happen to you people. But but you want to throw, throw a fucking... Mask on the ground, I'm going to take your teeth, I'm going to tell you, put it right on the fucking curb, and I'm going to step on the back of your head. Because that's about how much worth your life is. It's so disrespectful, it's so lazy. I can't, I can't even, I can't even wrap my head around it. Honestly, my beard, my mustache, for those of you, is getting in my mouth. I can't understand what goes through your head that you think it's alright to wear a mask Covering your nose and your mouth that you cough in, sneeze in, breathe in, and then you throw it on the ground and think that it's an okay thing. You guys can check my, my social media. At Anthony Paz is my TikTok. Uh, at Spaz WAF is my Facebook, my Twitter, and my Instagram. I posted a video, mask on the ground, bunch of other people around. Some dude that works at the depot's got to pick it up. Some guy's got to pick it up. It's not fair. And I've already said we need to shame these people. We absolutely... Need to shame these people. So if you see someone doing this, you need to take a photo of them and you need to post it on social media. And if you don't have the nuts to post it, take the video, you send it to me and I will post it. Because I want everybody to know who this scumbag is and what he's doing. Because it's a scumbag move. It's... Bro, I, we all want to know where the perverts are. Well, I want to know where the PPE people are. You're dropping PPEs on the ground... I want to know where you are because you're a scumbag. You're getting people sick. You fucking scumbag. All right, moving on from the Home Depot. Because really, the Home Depot thing really pissed me off today. 
Waiting in line, bullshit about it. Get in there, I see people fighting around like they don't give an F. And then you see PPEs on the ground. It's really, it's just disgusting. So, from one douchebag move to the next douchebag move. While we're on it, why don't we just sound off the DB alarm. DB alert. DB, we have a douchebag. So, in California, a douchebag thought it would be cool to dump thousands of masks on the highway. 100% this guy is a douchebag. But you know who's even bigger douchebag? The bigger douchebags are the idiots that ran out into the highway to try to grab the masks. The police, the state troopers in California had to shut down the highway because idiots were running on to the highway, stopping their cars on the highway to try to pick up the masks. You fools. You morons. Something is on the highway. You're going to get smoked. You're going to get hit by a car and you're going to get killed. Now I get it. You're like, oh, I got to get PPEs. I got to get a mask, bro. I got to get a mask. I got to get it. I want to save myself. Bro, the mask ain't going to help you from getting hit by a fucking car. You idiots. Yes, the guy's a douchebag for throwing a thousand masks out on the highway. 100%. But you're an even bigger douchebag for thinking that you could stop your car or that you could run on the highway to try to pick up the masks because you want them. Drive by, bro. You're an idiot. So, DB award or DB alert is being sounded off not for the guy that dropped the masks, but for the idiots, the complete morons that, yes, Frogger, someone just pointed out on my on my live feed, the, the complete morons that want to play Frogger with their life to pick up a friggin' mask. And then the police have to shut down the highway because you people are morons. You deserve to get hit by a car. Anybody that runs out into the highway, you deserve to get ran over. Run over, ran over, however you want to say it. I don't care about English. I speak American, bro. That's what I speak, American. What I talk is American. And if you don't like how it comes out of my mouth, tough crap. Plain and simple. Ran over, run over, USA, deal with it. Do not run into the highway for anything. I don't care if someone throws a brick of fucking hundreds on the highway, you moron. Don't go out there. Or at least, at least if you're gonna, wait till the police shut the highway down and then run out there and grab something. They're not gonna care. They're gonna be like, yeah, whatever, bro. Get it off the highway. Get out of here. You stupid morons. God. Absolutely pisses me off. All right. DB alerts out of the way. Before we take a break, uh, why don't we talk about beer sales? So beer sales are up. And I and I, while we're in the break, I'd like to get the people's thoughts on my Facebook feed. Beer sales are up, but beer sales are up for crappy beer. Shitty beer sales are up. Bush, uh, Bush Light, Miller Light, Natty Light, Keystone. Fucking Keystone Light. It's the worst, bro. What is your favorite shitty beer? That's what I want to know. It's up 44%, which is good for the beer people because beer sales were getting crushed by, um, you know, the uh, the salsas or whatever, the truly type shit. Well, beer sales are going through the roof. 
probably because I'm shotgunning beers left and right on, on social media and everybody's giving me a hard time about my shotgun skills. Well, I don't see you doing shotguns. I showed my wife how to do a shotgun. You guys should check out that video on my Facebook or my Instagram or my Twitter. But I don't see you guys shotgunning beers. I'm in my backyard, USA, banging back Miller Lights. <laughs> Nail. Done. So, shitty beer sales are up. What do you guys like for shitty beer? Uh, I like PBR. PBR is a good shitty beer. Um, I, the Miller High Life, probably one of my favorite. I love the High Life. Um, so, while we take the break, why don't you guys think about what your favorite beer is, your favorite S beer. That's what we're, we're talking about. Not a good beer. We're talking about your favorite shitty beer. All right? Plain and simple. Okay, yeah, Brad can't drink. So one of the guys that that listens to my podcast, um, usually my live feed, well, my live feed. The name's Brad, good dude, recovering alcoholic. Uh, well, you know what? I don't even know if Brad, Brad, are you an alcoholic? I don't know if he's an alcoholic. The dude just doesn't drink. So we'll drink for him, which I totally respect people that don't drink alcohol. Totally cool. I don't do drugs. My drug of choice is alcohol, but I've never smoked weed. I've never done... Uh, crack or cocaine or fucking shot up heroin. I don't do shit like that. So I, I drink and that's, that's my thing. I like to drink. I enjoy having a, uh, a, a beer. Actually, I'd rather drink alcohol. I drink Captain Morgan's. The reason I drink Captain Morgan's is it's strong enough to give you a buzz, but it's not strong enough to fuck you up. If I really want to get banged up, I'll do scotch, whiskey, or tequila, which speaking of tequila, we'll be drinking tequila on Cinco de Mayo, or at least I will be. Uh, and uh, Brad said he is a recovering alcoholic, so that kudos uh, to Brad. It's a tough thing. For those of you that don't know, my mom, Liz, is a raging alcoholic. Um, I mean, hundred percent um, alcoholic. I love my mom to death. Now, my mom can't drink anymore because she's in a nursing home, so they don't let her drink. But every Christmas, she stays with me, and she comes to my house, and I allow her to drink. What I'll do is I'll get the eggnog uh, already pre-mixed, so it doesn't even get you fucked up. It's like 40%. Uh, it's like 40 proof, dude. I mean, you can drink the whole bottle and not get banged up. So Liz gets once a year. So anytime you see me say something like I'm getting my Liz on, means I'm drinking. Um, you know, the famous story about my mom that I like to tell is, uh, it's like six fifteen in the morning. It's me, my brother, Mike and my brother, Jesse, and we're getting ready to go to school. And, uh, you know, we come downstairs and we just kind of look at my mom and my mom's like, what? And we're like, what are you drinking? And she's like, I'm not drinking. And it's six fifteen. She goes, I haven't had a drink since six this morning. And we just look at her like. Maybe it's fucking 15 minutes ago and it's six in the morning. So Liz, great lady, love the booze. No problem with that. Go to, and my mom's Native American. So, you know, my whole fucking family on that side were raging alcoholics, red faced, uh, you know, drinkers, period, plain and simple. Um, now me, on the other hand, I do like to drink, as you guys know, but I don't need to. I could stop, and I've proven that I could stop. I could, dude, I could stop drinking right now and not drink for a fucking year straight. But I'm not a bitch. I like it, and I want to drink because I'm straight up American. So if I want to drink, I'm going to drink. And if you don't like it, stay the fuck away from me. 
How about that? I'm not a dick when I drink, but I don't have to if I don't want to. I don't have an addictive personality like that. Although, I will tell you this, you ain't never going to feel better at like Saturday at midnight when you've been drinking all day and you're like here, but then at midnight you hit that peak and you go down, and then you wake up the next morning and you feel like shit, but for like that 10 minutes around midnight, man, you felt like you were the best. But anyways, all right, let's break. Um, what's your favorite beer? What's your favorite shitty beer? We'll talk about that. You give me those on the feed and we'll be right back. Thank you. As always at this point, I want to thank everybody that made it through my commercial and maybe someday I'll have a whole set of commercials that you have to make it through because I'll be getting paid serious money to do my killer good freaking podcast that I perform for you guys five nights a week recorded live on Facebook, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, posted Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 5 a.m. Anywhere you get a podcast, you can get my podcast. If you're looking for links to my podcast, anthonypaziali.com, bunch of links. Before we broke, broke, (laughs) before we went to the break, we were talking about crappy beers. A lot of people were saying Natty Ice was their favorite crappy beer. My favorite crappy beer is Miller High Life. I love the High Life. I could drink uh, a Miller High. It's the champagne and beer, bro. Straight up. It's really good. I like it. So on this side of the podcast, I want to thank Ford Motor Company. Companies like this should be thanked. Uh, We should think about buying their product once this is over, if we can. I am not going to shame people who don't buy straight up American yet. I personally... I'm going to stop making the transition to buying things that are made in America. But not everything is currently made here or convenient to buy or cost effective. At at heart, I am always a frugal person. And I will always try to spend the least amount of money I can. The least. I don't like spending money. I don't like it at all. I like to save it. I'm just frugal. So having said that, I'd like to buy... American-made products, but right now, it's a little bit difficult to do that. One, because a lot of this stuff isn't made here. Two, it's not cost-effective. I hope that after all this is over, we realize that things should be made here so that we're not dependent on other countries. For example, our masks, we were dependent on China for a little while to get PPEs from them because that's where they were made. But then, great American companies like the Ford Motor Company stepped up and they started making PPEs. Ford Motor Company, to date, has made 10 million face masks, not face masks, face guards. They've made over a million face masks. They've made respirators and ventilators. They've turned over their manufacturing company to make products for nurses, doctors, even for us to buy right here in the United States. They did the right thing. Now I'm sure, or sure, the president kind of had to nudge them in that direction. Trump had to basically come out and say, hey, you guys need to start doing this shit before I force you to do it. But the great news is they are a great company, local, well, local to the United States, made here in the United States. And let's hope that stuff like this continues. And I think that if you can, if you can buy Ford after this and they're making a good product and you're happy with it, buy it. Buy Ford. We need to support companies that step up. 100%. We need to support 
any American company that turned their business over to make stuff for the war, as they're calling it, right? We're, we're, we're fighting a, a silent, en- uh, not a silent, an invisible enemy, and Reebok, Reebok, New Balance, Converse, Nike, Ford Motor Company, GM, they all stepped up here in the United States and turned their business from making whatever they make, whether it be cars, whether it be sneakers, whether it be clothing, and they started making PPEs for the people. Now, the president had to step up and let them know. He put them on check and said, hey, you got to do this shit. I'm going to force you. But they did it. Now, sure, they're making money. It, it, they're not doing it for free. But I'm okay with that because that's, that's, that's it's a capitalist society. I make something, you fucking buy it, right? And if you don't want to buy it, fine. Then, then I lose my money. So kudos to Ford Motor Company. Um, I currently, I don't, I, I don't have no reason to lie to people. I currently uh, drive a Toyota Tacoma. Uh, now, they do make Toyotas here in the United States and the parts are in the United States. But the truth is, I, I didn't know at the time and I, don't, and I didn't look. Like a douchebag, I, I, when I bought it like four years ago, I didn't look at it. I didn't care. I was an idiot and I was a jerk and I didn't take into consideration that buying something in the United States was important. But now I do. I've seen the error of my ways. I've realized that in a, as a younger man, I, I was an idiot. I thought that, uh, you know, I just was stupid. Let's just put it that way. My perspective on life when I was younger was ignorant and I didn't realize how important it was to make things here in the United States. And now more than ever, with this pandemic, I realize how important it is because we're tied to other countries when we don't have this shit. So let's just say we actually go to real war. Imagine if we had to depend on other countries to make our guns. What happens if we go to the war, if we go to war with the country that makes our fucking guns? Think about that. What happens if China's like, hey, you know what? We don't even hook you guys up with masks. We want you all to die. That's why it's so important to make things here. We need to start making things here. We need to be the top producer in everything. In technology, in goods, in food, cars, whatever. You name it, it needs to be made here in the United States. It's so important. So kudos to Ford Motor Company. Over 10 million PPEs made since March, since April. Over a month. And also kudos to the auto union I don't know the word for sure. It's like United Auto something. Kudos to those guys for getting to work and putting your ass on the line to make stuff for us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. On from that topic, uh, what I, uh, how stupid are we? Why don't we get to how stupid are we? Because this is an important one. Here in the Commonwealth, our governor... And for those of you that are listening in other states, I talk about masks because I live in mass. But the things that I talk about in Massachusetts are the same issues that you guys are dealing with in other states. Here in Massachusetts, the mayor has come out and said, starting May 6th, you have to wear some kind of face covering. Mask, you wrap a shirt around your freaking head, put a bag over your head, a scarf, a bandana, something covering your nose and your mouth. Not your hand. Some kind of cloth clothing over your mouth. In areas where you cannot social distance. Meaning, just about fucking everywhere. Okay? So you're going to have to wear a mask. Like, like, 
And, and you're going to get a $300 fine if you don't. But this is another thing of how stupid are we. The reason that the governor has to come out and tell you morons that you have to social distance and that you have to wear masks in public is because you're not. And Massachusetts is not flattening. We're going up. As a matter of fact, just the other day, we had one, uh, 130 deaths from the coronavirus here in the Commonwealth, and it's not going down. The reason that it's not going down is we all feel the need to protest and gather together out in front of the state house and cough all over each other like morons. Listen, you want to get together? You want to protest? Wear a mask? Stay six feet away from somebody? No need to shake someone's hand, fucking fist bump them? How stupid can you be? Well, how ignorant are we that you would think that you can't catch a disease? Dude, I never get sick. I haven't been sick in ages. Even I realize that if I'm going to be around other people, and I am because I'm still working, I say to them kindly, I say, hey, I'm really sorry. I can't shake your hand. I have a family. They understand. So you don't have to shake hands with somebody. And then for them, I'll wear a mask. I'll, I have a mask or a cloth or something, and I cover my face. And I say, hey, I'm wearing this. Because I don't know if I, I have something. I don't want to give it to you. I don't know if you have something. I don't want you to give it to me. I want to keep America open. I want to continue to do business. I appreciate that you're doing business with Take Junk. And I also appreciate the fact that you don't want to spread your shit to me. And I won't spread it to you. But the governor has to come out and tell us that. Because we're morons. The governor has to come out and, and say, hey, I'm going to fine you $300 if you're not smart enough to understand that this virus will fucking kill you. How simple is it? Don't be morons. And then, if you're somebody, right, that doesn't believe in it, you're just someone that's like, you know what? This virus is BS. This virus isn't killing anybody. This virus is no big deal. Bro, what's the big fucking problem with putting a mask on? Honestly, what is the big deal? If anything, you'll get more business from it. People will think you're respectful. I bullshit people all day long. All day long. Man, I talk to people in my business. I yeah, oh yeah, sure. I don't I'm not confrontational with anybody when it comes to doing my business at all. People are scared. They want you to wear a mask. They love it. You show up with a mask on, it makes them feel comfortable. You show up with no mask on, you might lose business. When people don't feel okay, they don't want to do business with you. People like to do business with people they like and with people that make them feel comfortable. Matter of fact, people will pay more money to do business with someone they like and feel comfortable with than taking money from a cheaper guy that makes them feel uncomfortable. People want to feel okay. I shouldn't have to tell you this. Honestly, fucking bum from Woburn, Mass, telling you people how to act in public. Think about this for a second. Fucking over a million people in this country have the coronavirus. Almost 70,000 people have died from it. The least you can do is throw a damn mask on when you're doing business with someone just out of the fact to make them feel better. 
God, get behind the pendulum just a little bit. Trust me, it'll go a long way when doing business. If you make the other guy feel comfortable, they will want to do business with you. If you make them feel threatened, if you make them feel not okay, they will not do business with you. Trust me, they will not at all. Simple. The governor should not have to tell us we need to wear masks in public. The governor should not have to tell us we shouldn't shake hands with people. Morons. But, again, why I support the government telling us what to do because you people are mutants. Simple. The majority of people are mutants. You guys are sheep and you need to be told what to do. And if daddy's not there to tell you what to do, you wouldn't know what to do. You wouldn't be able to pull your head out of your own fucking ass if the governor didn't come and say, hey, you can't sniff your own thoughts. Morons. So, there we have it. Governor Baker, probably against his own will, against his own smile. I can imagine... Governor Baker sitting at his house, and I've met him and I've met his wife. Great people. Awesome people, right? His wife's a wonderful lady. I can imagine the governor sitting there, literally just sitting there, right? And just go, look at his wife and say, can you believe, can you fucking believe I have to tell the people of the Commonwealth, I actually have to say, you need to wear a mask if you can't be six feet away from somebody. I have to tell these people this. Just think about the stupidity of that. He must just sit there and be like, what the fuck? I have to tell these morons that here in Massachusetts, almost 4,000 people have died from this virus. We have almost 70,000 cases in the Commonwealth. And we're not flattening the curve. If anything, our state is on the uprise compared to the other states in terms of deaths and cases reported every day. And I have to go out and I have to say, idiots of Massachusetts, if you don't wear a mask, I'm going to fine you $300 because you're morons. And then these mutants will bitch and these mutants won't understand and you mutants will go out and when you're in mixed company, in public, doing business with someone, you won't have the decent courtesy to put on a mask and at least just acknowledge the fact that, hey, I would shake your hand, but I don't want to transmit and stuff. Just call it out. I, I, we can't lose the handshake. I love the handshake. But right now, just a simple, hey, I would shake your hand, but I'm worried about getting past something on with you. I am around a lot of people all day. But the governor, our dad... Daddy Baker. Daddy Baker's got to come out and tell all his children of Massachusetts that they should be wearing masks in public because we're all a bunch of fucking toddlers and need to be told what to do so the government gets to put their thumb over us because you assholes can't follow simple instructions or think for yourself. And then a guy like me, who drinks all day, hangs out in his goddamn hot tub, Parties, has a good damn time, has to come on his podcast and waste his time explaining why you guys are all mutants. Man. Moving on from that. If you get busted, it's a $300 fine. Here is the restriction. The governor has put in an ordinance that if you can't social distance, you have to wear a mask. 
I'll give you an example. If you're in a store, chances are you can't social distance. You got to wear a mask. Here's an example where it might be all right. You're out in public. Okay. You're walking the street. You could fall back six feet from somebody. So you're probably okay not wearing a mask. But if you're in a confined space doing business with people, you should probably wear a mask. But we didn't need to tell you that. You should have already known that. All right. On to the next of 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 the day. A new study was done. They uh, went out and they surveyed two two hundred thousand parents who are stuck at home teaching their kids. And guess what? Almost eighty percent of them said that teachers should get paid more money. What a surprise! The babysitters should get more money. What a surprise! That the study found that parents, right, don't want to deal with their kids. What a surprise that we don't want to teach our kids because it sucks. What a surprise that I would rather hang out in my hot tub, do shotgun beers, drink, I was going to say doctors, but drink Captain Morgan's, do my podcast, be on social media, do just about anything than parent my kids. Because it sucks. What a, oh my, teachers should get paid more. No shit, Sherlock. Teachers should get paid more. They're our babysitters. They deal with everything we don't want to deal with. When things are normal and there's a seven o'clock problem, we don't care. We send our kid off to school. We go, yeah, get out, go to school. See ya. We ship them off to my brother, Mr. Paz. Yeah, you're Mr. Paz's problem until uh, 2.30 or whatever is 1.45. And then after 1.45, you play a sport. So you coach Peckerhead's problem. And after Coach Peckerhead, you go to the YMCA till like 7. And then I come and pick you up. What a surprise. Parents don't want to parent. Wow. Unbelievable. Yes, teachers should 100% get paid more. Where's that money going to come from? Next time you bitch about Prop 2.5, next time you're bitching about your property taxes going up, why don't you shut the fuck up and pay the money because these that's how they get paid. That's how the teachers get paid. You don't want to parent your kids? The babysitters need to get paid loot. The babysitters are making like 45, 50 grand. Maybe if they've been there their whole life, they're making 75. And then you bitch. Oh, we're paying pensions for these people. Yeah, well, they raised your kids. Remember that time? I want you to remember that. So two years from now, uh, or it's just like every year, whatever it is, every year when that debate comes up in your city council and they're talking about property taxes and they're like, no, no, we got, we can only raise the property tax by, uh, you know, 2.5%, two, two, prop two and a half. That's it. That's all you're going to get. And then the teachers union bitches and says, oh, we're going to override Prop 2.5 because we're going to pay the teachers more money. And you guys are all like, we can't pay them more. Well, I want you guys to think about the fact that the alternative is that you could be home dealing with that shit yourself. And as we all know, we didn't didn't need a study. We didn't have to ask 200,000 parents who are stuck at home how they feel about homeschooling their kids because we all know the fucking answer. No one wants to do it. No one. And now we know. No one wants to do it. I'd like to listen. All the people on my uh, feed right now, not one of you wants to homeschool your kid. Not one. 
I don't care what you're saying. If you say you do want to homeschool your kid, you're full of shit. You want to send them off to the babysitters and you don't want to deal with it because you got to work. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. So, should teachers get paid more? Sure. Where's the money going to come from, though? It's going to come from you. So, if you want the teachers to get paid more money, you're going to pay more taxes. Plain and simple. They need to make revenue to pay the teachers. The city has a budget every single year, pays the cops. You guys have no problem paying the cops. You guys have no problem paying the firemen. They're all for it. Oh, first responders, let's pay them. They put their lives on the line. But you guys always give the finger to the babysitters. You say, ah, fuck the babysitters. The babysitters are so important. Let's make sure we pay them. So right there on my feed, uh, Juliana says, hell no, I couldn't homeschool my kids. Guy, you guys, do I look like I homeschool my kids? You guys watch my social media. Shit, I fucking homeschool my kids. My, My wife does. Kaylee's up there. She's homeschooling Presley five days a week. Live feeds, all this shit, teaching her all this stuff. I come home, Presley's like, oh, dad, look, I can I can draw my name. I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. I don't care. I got to go drink. Beat it. <laughs> See you later. Daddy worked all day long. I pay the bills here. I pay the electric bill, gas bill, mortgage, car payment. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. That, that, oh, that's great. That's great. Good. You can write your name. We don't care. That's why we pay teachers. We pay teachers to give a shit. So, what have we learned here is that the next time it comes up, right, and you're bitching about the teachers, whether you're deciding to pay the cops or deciding to pay the teachers, you might want to think, all right, maybe we should pay the teachers a little bit more money because they are imperative to our system. They're imperative to our economy. If we don't have the babysitters, we can't work. Think about that. No babysitters, no worky work. That's how you know we're shut down until the summertime. The babysitters aren't working. Babysitters are not going back to work until September. And when they do go back to work, you need to be kinder to them. Maybe instead of tipping the guy at Dunkin' Donuts a couple extra bucks because he's working and serving your ass coffee, maybe you should think about getting your teacher a gift, or maybe you should think about buying some pencils and pens or notebooks for that teacher that buys and pays for it out of their own pocket. Teachers do that, you know. I don't know if you guys know that, but teachers buy shit out of their pocket because we don't want to fund education. We don't want to spend that kind of money. We'll spend money on everything else but the babysitters. But then when we get stuck being the babysitter, oh, oh, we don't want to be the babysitter. No, but we didn't need to be told that. Now you know. You don't want to be the babysitter. I don't want to be the babysitter. I sure as hell don't want to be the babysitter. I'm, I might be America's worst dad. I literally, I'm like, where's daddy? He's in the hot tub. Where daddy, where's daddy? He's watching billions, billions, billions is back. Can't wait. All right. So people want to pay the teachers more. We're going to pay the teachers more. Uh, uh, but as a, uh, I will run for city council in whatever city I live in eventually. I ran for city council in Attleboro. I lost my 100 votes. I didn't win. No big deal. I was younger. I learned how to run a campaign. Now I know how to run a campaign. When I find my final place, which I think is going to be Revere, I really like living here. I really like living on the beach. I will probably run for city council at large. And when I do, 
I can I can tell you that the people in Revere can guarantee that they're going to get somebody that eats, sleeps, and shits Revere and all its politics and everything that happens here. My finger will be on everything. I will be tirelessly working for the people of this community because other people don't. That's what comes with the job. So someday I'll do it. And when I do it, I will probably fight against giving teachers raises. I probably will. I don't even I don't even lie about it. I'm a very fiscally conservative person. I will bitch up and down about raising property taxes for my constituents. I will forget all about how much of a pain in the ass it was for my wife to homeschool my daughter. I'm just one of those types of people. My brother's a teacher. He'd fight up and down to get paid more. I'd figure out a way not to pay you more. It's just I or I'd find another way to pay you. I'd find another way to pay you. I'm very much in favor of the government finding a different way to pay for police, for firemen, for teachers, for pe- for for the uh, Department of Public Works, other than raising taxes. There's another way to make money. You just got to figure it out. Honestly, there's another way to do it. Uh, someone changes on my feed just said the towns and schools should provide it. They do provide a lot of the material, but they don't provide everything that, that kids need. And teachers come out of pocket a lot. And, you know, it's really up to us. We, You know, people should start a charity to help these people out. You know, there are just a lot of people that live in Revere or Woburn or whatever community, and they don't even have kids that go to school. So they're paying taxes for something that they don't even use, which is bullshit. So moving on from that, we talked about the mass. We talked about the uh, school. Uh, briefly, let's talk about, uh, Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hodgson, 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 um, pretty good guy. I got to meet him a bunch of times. He's a hard nose dude, really good sheriff. He'll, he'll be reelected to sheriff till he doesn't want it anymore down in Bristol County, but I don't have to lick his ass. That's not what I want to talk about. So Bristol County gets a lot of illegal immigrants, okay? ICE will detain people in Bristol County jails. Um, And a couple of guys uh, that were illegal immigrants were detained and they refused to take the coronavirus test. Now, there is a ordinance or whatever you want to call protocol down in Bristol County that every new inmate that comes in needs to be tested, taken to the medical center and be tested for the virus. They want to make sure that the other guys that are already in there who have already been tested, are not being exposed to someone who gets the virus. I think it makes sense. I mean, it's plain and simple. You've been arrested. Now you've been convicted. You're going to be putting in a holding cell with other people. We need to know whether or not you have the virus. Because if one dude has it in a prison, everybody's getting it. These people are in close close quarters. So, the sheriff holds illegal immigrants that get arrested by ICE. So this is a federal fucking thing. Because in Massachusetts... We're, we're like, nah, we don't, we don't detain illegal immigrants. This is a sanctuary state. Legals are cool. Well, illegals actually commit crimes. We're not arresting them for being illegal. We're arresting them because you're a dirtbag and you've committed a crime and you should go to jail for that crime. Not because you're an illegal, but because you're a scumbag. Now you snuck in illegally, which is a shit move, but I get it. You want to live a better life. You want to, you, you want to. Uh, you know, be a part of the American dream. I could see why you'd want to sneak in here, but you should do it the right way. But you're here, 
And now you've committed a crime and you've been arrested and you're going to fucking jail. And then when you get to jail, they're going to test you for coronavirus so you don't spread it to the other inmates. So this group of nine illegal immigrants went apeshit. They tore the prison apart, the facility pot that they were in. They ripped the pipes off the wall. They smashed toilets. They tore the infirmary room apart. They went bonkers. So what happens when you start to riot in a jail? What happens? Do the gods just sit back and go, oh, look, food fight. <laughs> no, the gods interact they grab you, they pin you down, they might hit you with a club, they may lock you up in, in, in solitary confinement, they might smack you in the face, they do whatever they have to do to stop the riot. Not because you're an illegal immigrant, because you're a dickhead causing a riot in a jail. But people like Congressman Kennedy, who is a congressman uh, representing that Bristol County area, comes out and wants a full investigation into what's going on at the jail cell and believes that illegal immigrants' rights have been violated. Bro, the only rights that have been violated is that fucking dickheads committed crimes, they got arrested, and then they wouldn't submit to the coronavirus test to make sure everybody else that was in there doesn't get sick, and then they tore the prison apart. Plain and simple. I can't understand how you, and now you're running for Senate, how you could sit back and rip the fucking prison for taking action. Are they supposed to just let the guys riot? Are they supposed to let the guys tear the place apart? Are they supposed to put them in the public gener generation? Are they uh, 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 out into the public of the prison without being tested? No, they, they shouldn't be. Shame on you, Congressman Kennedy, for siding because you have to, because it toes the party line, because you got to be all for the illegal immigrant, who, by the way, illegal immigrant, came here illegally, broke the law getting into this country. You know, Mr. Kennedy, that somebody in your family came to the United States legally. Someone came from Ireland many, many years ago, came here legally, to give you a better life so that you could be a congressman someday, so that your fucking grandfather could be attorney general, so that your uncle could be the president of the United States, so that your other uncle could be a senator. Three of your uncles are senators, right? Someone came here the right way. Illegal immigrants off the bat should be taken and deported. I am not for someone coming into our country illegally. You want to do it the right way, like my father did? And you want to come here, and you want to get a, a, a green card, and you want to assimilate, and you want to learn American? Fine. You come, you stay. But that, that this ain't my beef. That's a whole nother topic. We can bitch, and I can lament on and on and on and on about illegal immigrants. My beef is that they committed a crime. They were not arrested for coming in illegally. They were arrested for committing a crime while here in the United States. They were arrested. They were convicted. They were sent to jail. And when they got to jail, they were told to follow protocol and to take the coronavirus test. And when they would not, they started a riot. And when the riot broke out, the sheriff in charge of the prisons in Bristol County 
sent his men in to quiet, quiet riot, to quiet the riot. And that is all that happened. There was no discrimination. There was no beat down on helpless immigrants. It was just plain and simple. There's a riot. We're going to stop it. We're going to detain and isolate the mutants that did it. All because they didn't want to take the coronavirus test. And then you, and I hope when election time comes, and I'm not an Ed Marquis guy. Dude was my fucking congressman in Woburn in that district. I'm not an Ed Marquis guy, but I hope you guys remember this shit that Joe Kennedy is all for protecting the rights of illegal immigrants. Fuck the fucking prison guards, right? Screw them. I want a, I want an investigation on the prison guards that use brute force, uh, force to, to, to quiet the riot. Nope. Fuck, fuck the prison guards, right? Don't forget that shit. Don't, I won't let you forget. It's bullshit. All right. I think that's going to uh, wrap it up for tonight. Thank you guys so much for joining Spazzing Out. Um, as you guys know, I, I am just hugely, hugely, and I'm going to start talking like tremendous, like Trump. Oh, you know what? Before we end it, George Bush, um, who I was a big fan of, uh, uh, George W. Bush. I think that's kind of when I started leaning away from being uh, quite so liberal and starting coming towards the middle. Uh, while Bush was president, I kind of started leaning independent, issue to issue. Now I'm, 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 I'm a pretty, pretty far right dude, but I'm still issue to issue. So maybe I'm, I'm, I'm a moderate conservative. Um, our president, our old president, George W. Bush, former president, he posted a video. You guys should check it out. It's about three minutes long talking about the coronavirus and how the com- the country needs to come together and it's a common enemy and that there's no, you know, a bipartisanship here with this disease. The disease doesn't decide I'm going to kill Democrats. I'm going to kill Republicans and that we should all come together. And it was a really good message. It, I mean, it was great. Honestly, I retweeted it. I loved it. I'm really disappointed in our president. And I, I hardly ever talk shit about Trump. I, I like Trump. I think he's a great president. Um, I will waste my vote here in Massachusetts and vote for him, even though it doesn't matter in Mass. Joe Biden wins no matter what. In Mass, we're blue state, period. I'm just upset that the president chose to rip Bush and... And not just stand by him or just not say anything. So sometimes when you don't say anything, it's the best move. And I do like that our president thinks out loud. I really do. I love when he's doing his press conferences and he thinks out loud. I love that he speaks how he feels. So I appreciate that. And I'm okay that he spoke out loud on this one as well. I just, when he does speak out loud and I don't like it, I'm going to tell you about it. So he ripped Bush Saying, you know, where was President Bush when when the impeachments were happening? Why didn't he back me? Now he's got the nuts to come out and say that we need to be tackling this thing uh, partisanly and we need to come together. And it's well known that the Bushes don't like fucking Trump. It was a nice message from our former president. And I think that Trump was wrong on this one. So that's there. You have it. For, for those people that think I got my head up Trump's ass, there you have it. I disagree with President Trump Trump coming out and ripping the former president for putting out a decent video encouraging people to come together. I thought it was great. It was very presidential. 
it, it shows how great of a person President Bush was. He was phenomenal during 9-11 to bringing this country together. Some other shit that people didn't like, fine. I might agree, I might disagree. But when it comes to like loving Americans and caring about us, the Bush family truly cares about Americans. They really do. Whether you want to bitch and moan about them having dealings with, with weapons in Iran or they buy oil or they fucking purchase oil and have dealings with other countries, fine. We could beef that all day long. At the end of the day, that family, starting with their father, care about the United States of America and about our citizens. And time and time again, they proved it. And I thought the message was nice. And I don't think Bush should have ripped them. If he had a beef with it, he should have just kept his mouth shut on this one. But that is our president. He does speak how he feels. And I like him for that. And when he says something that I don't like, I will speak out against him. So there. I could speak against our president. For those of you that think I'm so fucking pro-Trump that I wouldn't rip on him, I just did. It was, it was uncool, man. All right. Here we go. We're going to end it. I want everybody to have a good night. We'll be back on the live feed tomorrow night. For those of you that listen to the podcast, I record my podcast while doing Facebook Live, usually around 7 o'clock. Um, as the podcast gets bigger, and honestly, you know, I, I don't want this to be my side hustle. I want it to be my main hustle. And this is all I want to do is create content. I'm a content creator. I have been my entire life uh, for a short period of time. I, I, I You know, I have my junk re- removal business. I still have it. It's thriving-ish. With the coronavirus, it's not. But now I'm getting back to creating content. And I'm doing it right here for you guys. I hope you guys learn something or find it somewhat entertaining. And if you don't like it, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) All right. You guys have a good night.